0: welcome to the 28th office goblin podcast i'm s and i'm d and we are goblins two goblins that have many thoughts interests and opinions about stuff and things and today we're going to talk about something that's very near and dear to d's and mine uh hearts my hearts our hearts our yes. hearts
1: and mental capacities
0: Yes, all of the above, that and more. Um, we're gonna talk about moving and the hell that is typically a move.
1: Oh yes, the the joys and tears if you could even- <laughs> Yeah,
0: the blood, sweat, tears and agony
1: of moving. Yeah. It's it's a
0: process. It is, and I feel and correct me if, if this isn't in your experience, but at least for myself, I would like to say that I try to live minimally and regularly, you know, donate, get rid of things, give out items, because there is a temptation to accumulate. And I feel the longer you are in a space, mm-hmm. you accumulate your goodies and treasures over time. And then mm-hmm. when you move, you're like, what the hell?
1: Where did all of this stuff come from?
0: Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I-
1: I feel the same way. The only problem is that my husband and I are gamers, so uh-huh. we have so many games. We've got so many DVDs, and then we have so many books. And so it's like half uh, of our mm-hmm. shit, I feel like, is just the like library that we own and the game yeah. room that we have.
0: May I offer you a tip? Oh no. No, this is a good one. I think I feel this is really solid. Okay. So Like you, I also had a ton of DVDs. I I don't have a lot of video games, so I can't speak to that, but I think same concept applies. Mm -hmm. To consolidate my DVDs, especially since, you know, it was my favorite ones, I know I'm not gonna give it out or whatever, I bought one of those big disc holders that hold, like, 200 discs and put everything in there. And I feel like if you really want something from, you know, the packaging, you could cut it out to the shape. But the space that opened up following that process and it goes quickly you know all you crack it open stick it in it's Mm -hmm. fine so it's you become like very automatic in it
1: okay see my problem and this could just be my weirdness is that i love seeing the cases
0: i get that i get that
1: like they're on display especially because the last few years we've been working on getting as many studio ghibli film movies as possible and like the artwork on those those case covers and granted you can only you can only see like the spines right because i don't have them the the, you know width ways yeah yeah it just makes me happy to look at them all
0: yeah no that i understand like if you wouldn't want to do that to certain discs um So, you know, there is a give and take. It's only if you're okay, of course, with that. So Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to be in the mindset already that I'm okay letting this go, that that piece of the packaging. Right. But I will say it will free up so much space and it will blow your mind, especially if you have an extensive collection of either discs, uh, like movies, games, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that you just wouldn't anticipate prior to doing that.
1: Right. See, my other problem is that I actually still have VHS tapes from when I was a kid.
0: You know, you could convert those to DVD.
1: I know, but the is it the same thing applies where it's like it's a nostalgia thing that ties uh, to it. You uh-huh. know, yeah. I'm sure there's that there, someone could psychoanalyze that, but you know, leave me alone. That's <laughs> I, I'm mind.
0: already doing it in my head. I'm like, hmm. <laughs>
1: It's like, hmm, okay, so there's abandonment problems there. There's there's attachment. Okay.
0: Yeah, if rooted in the past. But that's oh a, different live, that a different uh, live episode. Live live and in person, real-time psychoanalysis of D. Join us next week.
1: No, I, so like, for those of you who are listening every week, I've mentioned that we were packing, we were going to move soon. And to you guys, it's been business as usual. You know, an episode Mm -hmm. comes out every week. S and I haven't talked for two weeks almost. (laughs) Don't say that. We text each other regularly. (laughs) We do text each other, but we haven't seen each other on video call for two weeks because we did everything, you know, before I moved so that it'd make it easier for both of us moving forward. We're responsible
0: adults who think ahead. (laughs) If you could call us that.
1: So I, I have officially moved into a new location. We've been unpacking all week, trying to, you know, get settled in. It's the biggest location we've lived in, though. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, in in grad school, you remember the tiny little apartment or townhome I lived in? It was like, what, 750 square feet?
0: I liked it. Honestly, I, I really like the layout of your place.
1: I loved it too. It was just. Because it was a two bedroom too. It was. It was a two bedroom, but the second bedroom was like. I mean, the the whole place was small, but it was so small.
0: Yeah, well, university housing, what to do.
1: Right. And that became the office where we had our desk and. (laughs) I am so sorry. (laughs) We had the desk and all that stuff. Clear your throat
0: like you hate your throat
1: i listen we moved from like super humid but super windy and dusty area to mm-hmm. a place that has so many trees and the tree pollen count is so high right now that both my husband and i are dying we have been sneezing i was gonna so say
0: <laughs> per our previous episode
1: we have been sneezing so much and it's it's like I'd rather sneeze though, because the side effect of the dust and whatnot is I uh-huh. can't breathe, and at yeah. least if I'm sneezing, I'm breathing. But
0: so the psycho, <laughs> what you're saying is the psychoanalysis live and in person may not happen if you live to next week.
1: If <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh but my!
1: It was we moved from that tiny a- apartment or uh-huh. townhome to. A larger house to an equally larger house and now we're in this house that is like there's only two people we don't need this much space but it's nice to have to like walk around and like have the space to live yeah but man it's like so big (laughs) it's so big that when we got here I had a panic attack going oh my god this is so much space what am I gonna do with it
0: (laughs) Yeah, where where most people they're excited for that because I think yeah, like we were talking about, people accumulate the stuff, so they're like, oh, thank God. Mm-hmm. But yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's that sounds horrible.
1: It's weird. I I've always been someone who likes smaller spaces. Yeah, which I, I don't understand why exactly, but when I was when I got older. The house we lived in, I actually moved bedrooms. I moved from a front room that was like really big and large and spacious Mm -hmm. to an inner room that was much smaller. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. I loved having like all my stuff right there and I could see everything. Yeah. And you know same in grad school. Like It's like I could see everything and so I knew where everything was. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And now this place is so big and it's like I can see a lot of it though because it's got a pretty open concept. Yeah. But it's still so big. (laughs) Yeah, it's,
0: you know, an adjustment. And especially, uh, you said one of the last bitty bits that you need to do is essentially the hanging up of things. So I feel Mm -hmm. like that will kind of pull things together.
1: I think so, too. I mean, we don't have... In the grand scheme of things, I don't feel like we have a lot of stuff. Uh Uh-huh. But I do have a lot of wall hangings, and it's probably to help make it feel less barren.
0: Yeah, yeah, more cozy and homey. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I have moved so much in my life that I feel like I have a lot of tips and tricks of the trade.
0: I I feel like this is great, and I'm eager to hear what you gotta say.
1: So... The first thing that I did when we started moving, like, in college and stuff is I got these big storage bins. Mm-hmm. And that's what I move the majority of my stuff in. Because cardboard boxes don't last. Yeah. And when we were unloading, some of my cardboard boxes had holes punched through them. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. But, you know, everything that's been in my bins has been safe. It made it safely. There was no scratches. The bins look Awful this time around, which I'm frustrated with, but yeah, everything yeah. inside is safe.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, you know, if, like, space is an issue, I know that cardboard boxes may be easier to put down and store away, mm-hmm. but with the bins, like, you could just stack them if they're of the same size.
1: Right, just stack them inside of each other, and then what I've always done is I've kept all of my leftover wrapping supplies so bubble wraps or wrapping paper what have you so this Mm -hmm. last time that we moved I didn't have to buy any of that I just had to buy a couple boxes.
0: Yeah hold on to things and reuse them because honestly it's going to save you so much money
1: even with like things like bubble wrap like it adds up. Oh god yeah the first time that we had to move from a house to a house Mm -hmm. I so much money was spent on like bubble wrap and paper and boxes and it was a nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you have the space, keep your boxes and keep your wrapping supplies because yeah. you will need them.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, what I find as someone who's moved a bit too, like in state, out of state, and you as well, um, mm-hmm. is to make a list of stuff. I kind of like to keep an inventory. Of, like, let's say the largest items that I have. So I could kind of keep track of that. Um, Consolidate things, like, per room to, you know, a box or boxes. And then label out of how many you have. Like, let's say if I had three boxes and it's all kitchen stuff. So I put, like, one of three, two of three, and so forth.
1: Okay. So it's
0: easier to keep track of for me. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know about you, but for... As little as I had in other rooms of my house, the kitchen was I, – I don't know when I accumulated all this kitchen stuff. I'm not even, like, big into cooking or baking or whatever.
1: <laughs> God, I was so mad. See, another another tidbit uh, trick here, if you know you're going to be moving a lot, my lifestyle is going to be we move a lot.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: keep the boxes that your big appliances come in. Mm. Uh huh. Because I have kept almost every box I've ever gotten for big appliances, from my crock pot that I bought back in college, uh-huh. to the bread maker that I just bought last two years ago or whatever. I've kept the actual box it came in, uh-huh. because the best way to ship something is ship something in the original container with all of the stuff that it came with.
0: But I find it's hard to put the pieces back how they were.
1: I So actually what I did, my sister got me a um, off-brand Pyrex huge set for Christmas a few years ago. Okay. And it was like two or three layers in the box. Mm -hmm. And I took pictures of every single layer on my phone so that I know how to repack it back into the box.
0: Yeah, I feel most people tear open a box like an angry badger or something. And then, you know, just like tear (laughs) it to shreds. Don't pay attention to how it's put in. And then, you know, or throw away the box.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's my that's my biggest piece of advice that I feel like I give people that know that they're going to be moving within the next couple of years is just keep your box, if you have, again, the space to do it. Because right. the best way to move something is going to be and move it in the original packaging. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know what, I... I don't tend to keep the boxes
0: unless it's big things like I got a new vacuum cleaner and it has so many attachments. Mm-hmm. So just to, you know, for the sake of consolidating that because it's, you know, it's like a lo- one of those thin, long vacuum cleaners.
1: Oh, okay.
0: It's not like a chunky, you know.
1: A yeah, thick boy. So it has,
0: yeah, a thick boy. <laughs> um, <laughs> with suction, but... <laughs> <laughs> But that and then for electronics, I tend to keep the packaging for up to six months or a year just in case it breaks down because usually Mm -hmm. there is like some kind of limited warranty. So just in case, but because in my old place, I didn't have the space for things. I had to do away with the boxes as soon as that time like period for the warranty
1: passed. That makes a lot of sense. To keep your boxes for the warranty. I never even thought of that, to keep it for the warranty. But it's just, when you know you're going to be moving every yeah. couple of years, mm-hmm. it makes sense to keep things that are expensive, like the boxes for things that are expensive, because sure. believe me when I say, it will break during moving. Uh-huh. It will 100% break or get scratched or damaged in some manner if you are not careful. Yeah.
0: Girl, you know those, like, it looks like the saran wrap. And yeah. it has the little handle. Like, I yes. just wrap the living hell out of it like a little saran
1: wrap mummy. That is the... This last move is the first time I ever bought cling wrap like that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And let me tell you, it's a game changer. I yes. thought... I thought I was old hat at moving, right? <laughs> old salt. No, you... Old dog, new tricks. Fucking saran wrap, that shit. It is amazing. It
0: is, it is. And it's, like, fun to wrap. You, like, you get in the zone, I hit my microphone out of excitement. I'm, like, swinging my <laughs> arm around, like, doing this in real time. But the cult of cling wrap, <laughs> I am forever, uh, what, what's that? Proselytized, Converted? Yeah, converted. <laughs> converted, there Both you go. Both of it. <laughs>
1: No, I was, I was using it. Um, I wrapped all of my frames in it because, like I said, we have a lot of big frames. So we have posters, like anime posters. We've got... You've got
0: to protect the goods. <laughs> the most do. important things. Yeah, the anime posters.
1: Listen, if my Haikyuu poster got scratched, someone was going to die. So, you know. And I'm it wasn't going to be sure. me.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it was going to be you. But I wrapped almost all of our frames. And it saves space because I was wrapping them in bubble wrap. But then uh-huh. you can't put as many in, in boxes. Right, right. Because when you have as many frames as I do, you don't get a box for each frame. That is stupid.
0: Right, right. And I know they have, like, the long boxes for frames. Yes. But, so I learned something new about you. I'm sorry to jump in. Not oh, only good. do you hoard purple pens, you hoard frames. That's great.
1: They're, I don't hoard frames because they're not empty. You know, they have things in them.
0: Oops, still, frames. <laughs> An abundance of frames.
1: But I ended up, uh, you know, saran wrapping almost all of them. And then I got those big boxes yeah. from U-Haul because they're like six bucks at U-Haul versus 20 at Home Depot. Okay, fuck that. Right. And I could put like four or five of them, depending on the size of the frame. And if I could like Jenga them in there next to each other <laughs> in the boxes. And they were great. Listen, yeah. don't make fun of my little hand movements. When I get excited, I talk with my hands. I What was I doing, like, not even <laughs> two minutes ago? I know. But, no, it's sar- saran wrap. I'm telling you, if you are moving, you can use it. I used it when I was moving my um, silverware because I just wrapped the silverware in the box. I just wrapped the box that they sit in. Yeah, yeah. I've wrapped all the little containers that hold stuff in my kitchen. Like, it mm-hmm. was perfect. I didn't have to worry about boxes for those. It was just saran wrap throw it in you know what you did such a nice
0: job because what i did with like all my cutlery and stuff i just threw it in a bag (laughs) into a ziploc bag and i'll be like i'll take care of this later
1: (laughs) because i don't have a lot of it so that's okay if you if something comes in its own box or in its own set container yeah i want to pack it to where i don't have to put it back together
0: but like cutlery takes like a few minutes, like knives. I understand. I wrapped all my big knives and all my little knives, my baby knives.
1: I put my knives in the knife block and then just slid it back into the box it goes in. Ah! Uh, and when I unpacked it, all the knives were loose.
0: <laughs> there you go. So, see, is it worth keeping the box? No, just let your knives hang loose. Free ball. Let your knives free ball.
1: Oh my god! No, it's all good. I, that was probably the one moment I picked it up because I put, you know, boxes in boxes, basically, because I have my big tubs and I use box my tubs inception. for kitchen. <laughs> right. Well, I use my box, my tubs for kitchen stuff. And so I have the little toaster box, the knife box, that kind of stuff. And so I just yeah. put it in one big box uh huh, to keep it safe. Yeah. And so when I pulled the knife box out of the tub and I just heard clink, clink, clink. And I'm like, oh, no. ah. Uh... You should have opened it
0: upside down, just let all the knives fall as they may, the block fall as it will.
1: No, but I did open it, I looked inside, and then I just kind of tipped it all out onto the counter.
0: Ah, mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a lot.
0: Yeah, if you think I'm giving you some horrendous suggestions, it's all on purpose, because I just want to make your moving experience more fun. Oh my god, it was fun enough, I promise
1: you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another tip for people who um, have their own washer and dryer. Uh Uh-huh. So if you have one of those washing machines that don't have an agitator in the middle, it's just a big open barrel. Yeah. When you buy it, it'll come with a little insert that sits inside that barrel. Mm Mm-hmm. You have to keep that insert. Uh Uh-huh. Because if you don't keep that insert and you load it onto a truck and you move it to the next location... That insert keeps the barrel in place the entire time. Mm -hmm. So if you don't keep it in place, that barrel is going to jiggle off track, basically, and break your washing machine.
0: And anyone who owns one or had to buy one will know that's a big
1: expense. (laughs) It happened when we moved from grad school to our first house. We Uh bought some locally where we are in grad school because we knew it'd be cheaper to buy it from a couple and we bought a set and we moved all the way to where we moved Uh and then started trying to use the washing machine and it never moved like the internal barrel never moved and i was like what the fuck we just bought these we just moved here yeah and then come to find out that if you don't hold the barrel steady the entire move then it will break So, did you have to end up
0: buying a new one? Was there, like, warranty? Got it fixed?
1: I mean, it was bought secondhand, so we didn't have any warranty or anything.
0: I see. Okay. Oh, what a bummer.
1: Yeah, and then the dryer ended up being a bust, too. So. Due to the move? I think it was due to the move. Or it could have been, because it just smelt like it was going to catch on fire. Like, something was burning when we were running it. And I was like, listen, there could be an easy fix for this, but at this point, I'm done. Like, it was another just stressful move. Yeah, sure. And so we ended up buying a new washing machine mm-hmm. and saving up our money again then to buy a new dryer. Yeah. Um, we just hung everything up on racks and, like, on the back of the couch and chairs. Yeah, the European <laughs> way. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah, that, especially those big items. I mean never any fun my most recent move didn't have to take the couch Mm. and was able to disassemble like really big pieces like a wardrobe and you know obviously the bed frame um which like and I also hired movers which was great and they they were so professional did things so quickly and they were so relieved when I was like no we're not taking the couch and they're like oh thank (laughs) god
1: (laughs) yeah we we hired movers for the first time too and I was not super impressed with them granted i was trying to get the best bang for my buck and so maybe it's just one of those things where you need to invest in good movers uh-huh uh-huh and also we do have a lot of stuff Hmm. but you know that was the first time we were hiring movers and we'd moved it ourselves the last three or four times and so i'm like no this can be done by like with two people for you know a couple of hours like it'll it'll take two to three hours but yeah a couple people yeah. this should be no big deal. No. I I feel like I should have had either another person or another person and more time. Just it felt very... Like they didn't care. You know? It was just another job to them. Ah. Uh, hmm And that was frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. I...
0: Yeah, I don't really get that either. I mean, that's... Their whole business is the business mm-hmm. of moving. So treat it accordingly and respect right. people's things because... You know people will be out there writing reviews, <laughs> first yeah. of all. So just, like, you know, just,
1: I don't know, put some care into it. Right. I think, I don't know if they're they're popular by you, but I think they're across America pretty well. Um, uh-huh. Two men in a truck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, we were going to use them, but then they gave us a quote that was so much money, I threw it in the trash. So. Yeah. <laughs> but. They have stunning reviews and their whole motto is we treat everyone like they're our grandma, which is to say they respect absolutely everything that you own and they make sure everything's well taken care of, which is great, but I'm not paying the amount that you are asking for because you can't, you have to use all of their stuff. Uh That's something I feel like a lot of moving companies don't tell you is that you have to use their trucks their Mm -hmm. people, and their, like, sometimes moving supplies. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. Yeah, like, ask questions.
0: Ask a lot of questions when you're asking for the initial quote. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and, like, especially if you know you have big items, like, sectional couches or whatever. Yeah, case in point. I was looking (laughs) at that and thinking about that. Like, ask what... What charges factor into that? How do they go
1: about moving those kinds of things? Yes. There's never too many questions, especially when it's your stuff. Right. I mean, I don't think people realize, for some of us, we save up money. We have to save and budget and make sure that we can afford the things that we want. We don't, my husband and I, we don't live outside our means. Yeah. Yeah. We don't live in a world where we can, honestly. And, and with plus, inflation
0: being what it is,
1: right? <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. Like that's the whole point right now is inflation is insane across the board. Prices are insane across the board. You yeah. know, it's it's not worth it to get expensive things, especially when they either won't last or it might get broken in a move. So yeah, yeah. But the few things that we do have that are nice, I want to keep nice. It's not that hard if you think about it. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I've i never understood that. Like, I I don't know about you, but I have some items that I've had since grade school or high school. Oh, yeah. And they're in great condition simply because a little time and care was put into it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, here's also when I buy stuff, whether it's small or big items, I think, okay, let's say something cost, let's say it's like a a fancy tech item, right, for the kitchen or something. $200. Mm. I'm like, okay, if I use this, if every dollar is a instance that I use it, how quickly would I pay this off in its use? Because people just buy shit and then they leave it. Yeah.
1: That's my friend, actually. We have a friend who's another gamer. Uh-huh. And uh, he says that the expense of the game... If every dollar is an hour, I'm playing that game. Yeah. will I pay it off?
0: Yeah, yeah. Translate it to what makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And that is so smart because I had never thought of that. Because for me, I grew up not like dirt floor poor, but I grew up. You know, we mm-hmm. didn't have like expend like extensive money to just spend frivolously. Yeah, same. So everything that we bought was, am I using this every day? Yeah, yeah. And. That has never really gone away as I got older. There are things that I'll spend a little more money on that I probably don't need to. But when Mm -hmm. it comes to the big things, like we do have a sectional couch, but we spend a lot of time. Granted, (laughs) that probably sounds awful, but we do use it at least every day, either gaming or decompressing from work or taking naps. Like there are divots in this couch from where we've sat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, home is where your ass is, clearly.
1: Honestly, Um, but like, that's a really good way to think about items. Yeah. Is, you know, if it's a dollar a use or a minute or a dollar an hour of use, like, is this actually worth my money? And when it comes to moving and when it comes to things, because the more things you have, the more things you have to move and the bigger headache it becomes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It's a really good way to, like, live, I guess, is the best way of saying it. Yes, and you know what? I'm
0: so glad that you brought up that how frequently you use your couch, because Mm. to me, that's all about, like, what's important in your day-to-day lifestyle. Like, if you know uh, spending time in the living room is, you know, a place where you get together, like, let's say for you and your husband, that you spend that time together or individually doing your own respective activities, like buy things with purpose because like a couch is a big investment so make sure you're you actually need the thing and use it because i feel like people buy things because it's the fantasy self like what i plan Mm. to do or what seems trendy to do but then they don't actually use the thing or as much
1: right and it's like there's also this idea of trend purchasing or trend shopping
0: (laughs) hello tiktok
1: Exactly. I'm calling y'all fuckers out where it's like, (laughs) oh, this is the hot new thing. And then you buy it and it's $400. Right. And you use it, what, twice? And then the next thing comes out and it's like, oh, I need to have the next. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you really, really don't like sit with yourself and look in the mirror and go, is this making me a better person? Is this making me happy? Is it fulfilling a hole in my heart? I'm going to bet you thousands that all of those answers are no.
0: Yes. Insert the meme of the guy pointing into the mirror and saying, finally found the fucker that's ruined, ruining my life.
1: I finally found the fucker that's ruining my credit score. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. I love that.
1: Dude, no, it's... To get back, like, on the original topic of moving, because I remember you saying yeah. your kitchen was where most of your stuff came out. Yes. My bathroom is where most of my stuff comes out. Oh, do tell. Like, what, do you, what have you accumulated? So I love baths. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So the number of body scrubs okay. and Like bath supplies, so bath bombs or bath oils or bubble bath, like soap. Yeah. All that. And then we also (laughs) – another leftover fact of growing up with, like, no money Uh is that I have a medicine cabinet that is, like – it's actually three drawers, so I have a medicine container. Okay. And cold medicine, allergy medicine, stomach medicine, like almost anything you would need, I have.
0: Yeah, well, that's just practical, like the first aid medicine thing.
1: Yeah, it's well, the problem, though, is that every time we move, I have to go through it because expired products expired. My my dad will tell you medicine doesn't expire. People of the world listening, (laughs) medicine expires. And when it expires, it just means it doesn't work. It's not going to poison you. But Mm -hmm. it's not going to work.
0: Yeah. And can I insert a tip here? Yes. Get rid of medicine responsibly. There was a period of time when people were just like, oh, I'll just flush it down my toilet. But it was found upon extensive testing that the medicine, despite going through, you know, filtration and everything, it was still ending up in the water that you drank in your tap. So most pharmacies, you can drop it off at police stations, leave your expired medicine there. Or put coffee grounds in with, like, pills and stuff. It's going to render them a little bit useless, but then still get rid of it at the pharmacy or police station whatever. That. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I don't know about liquid medicine. I did have, like, Robitussin that I bought at the beginning of the Rona Yeah, and never ended up using. It was still, like, an unopened box, but it was expired, right? Because thank God mm-hmm. I never had to use it, but... Also left it in the drop-off bin at the pharmacy. I called ahead of time, asked them, y'all got this. They said, yeah, bring it over, and they'll do the rest.
1: That's good to know, because I am a part of the heathens, then, that were putting it in the toilet, because that's all I knew. (laughs) Medicating my toilet. I was, you know? Oh, do you need need laxatives? (laughs) I had a whole bottle of stool softeners. (laughs)
0: Listen, we're at an age where sometimes you need a little extra help to get things going.
1: We are, but it expires.
0: Yeah, if you want, like, rip your ass apart diarrhea, you take those stool softeners that are expired. Oh, my God. Then let me ask you, for you, what room is always the most difficult to pack and what room? So you talked about the bathroom as having a lot of stuff, like a lot of itty bitty Mm -hmm. things, but what room for you is historically just difficult to pack no matter how many moves you've been through you're a seasoned veteran in
1: moving but um hmm. I feel like being <laughs> being a seasoned mover most <laughs> of the things that i have i have a place to move them to like to pack them in yeah but it it never fails it never fucking fails that at the end of the move mm-hmm. i have at least two or three boxes or bags worth of just random shit mm that either didn't fit with the initial boxes mm-hmm. or we needed until the last minute like there were two or three big Aldi like shopping bags that we had that yeah. I just threw everything on the counter as we were walking out the door into <laughs> I was like I don't know where this goes I don't know why it wasn't packed away sooner into the c- container
0: yeah yeah never fails I I mean that's like again if you stay at a place long enough you just accumulate little extra things And that weren't part of your initial move to the place, and then yeah, Mm -hmm. what do you do with those things?
1: So dumb. I will say probably the most difficult thing to move though, um, are cleaning supplies.
0: I have a tub, like a tub, uh, a storage tub that I keep it in because I also have animals and was afraid they would get into them because I've just met too many pets who have gone blind from getting into things yeah so I only limit the amount of cleaning supplies to what I could fit in the tub, mhm and carry it around that way, and it's made life so easy.
1: I'm hoping to get to the point where I can do that, but I have tubs that I used to be able to fit the things into,
0: uh-huh,
1: but there are some bottles that are so obnoxiously tall, got it, uh-huh, like carpet cleaner uh-huh. a carpet cleaner spray bottle is so stupidly tall, it does not need to be that tall, okay. <laughs> It doesn't. It can be shorter. Why can't Why can't we just like standardize the way cleaning supplies are? Like if it's in a bottle, it's in this bottle, and if it's in a can, it's in this can. Like why? Yeah, yeah. And it's like I, I find it so interesting
0: how just like for every single item in every single room, you need a different product. So is there a way that just for the listeners, uh, ask yourselves: Is there a way that you can consolidate things? Like, do you really need all that stuff?
1: Right. Most things most things can uh-huh. be washed away with soap and water. Yes! I'm gonna tell you right now, Blue Dawn dish soap can get away almost anything in your house.
0: All your sins.
1: Off... <laughs>
0: what? It's true.
1: I was gonna say off the walls and off the, like, off of your tub tile or whatever and then you said wash away your sins and it's like, oh my god.
0: Yeah, off the walls and off your tub tiles. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: But no, I, and it's not, like, super harmful to the environment either, so, like...
0: They do test on animals, though. Okay. Which is ironic, because they have the commercials when they're, like, cleaning the animals from oil spills.
1: Right. I mean, maybe that is the testing, though. No. (laughs) I know. It's much worse. (laughs) I know. It's just one of those things, though, that it, it can really clean off almost anything in your house, and... I did find, I did find, uh, here's another thing, is like, I love to clean. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
0: Instant gratification.
1: Instant, instant gratification. And so I have, I found this, um, so you know Scrub Daddy. I was thinking Scrub Daddy. I was like, I know where she's going with this. (laughs) They came out with a cleaning paste And it is eco-friendly. It's not tested on animals. Love it. And there was a third thing. I think it's like the plastic's recyclable too.
0: Do they call it like daddy paste or something? Paste daddy? No.
1: it's, It's scrub mommy. Oh. So scrub mommy is the same sponge, but it has a polishing side. Ah. So it's like you use... The scrub daddy side to scrub things away. <laughs> okay. And then you use scrub mommy to like wipe all it right. clean. I don't know, man. It's
0: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know the math behind it, the logic.
1: <laughs> but the paste, what I'm trying to say is the paste works phenomenally. Good to know. I I love using it on like the tubs and the sinks. Uh-huh. Everywhere. Like all the sinks in the house. Kitchen sinks, everything. Yeah. It immediately like countertops, it polishes off anything. It's amazing.
0: I like a multi-purpose product,
1: right? Especially when good for the environment.
0: Oh, even better. That's a big bonus. Great. A scrub, mommy. You know what? That's a that's a family I don't want to be a part of. Um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> what do you hate packing? And what do you unpack first?
1: Unpacking first is um the bedroom.
0: Mm -hmm. In the kitchen, uh huh,
1: because you need to eat and you need to sleep. Yeah. So the first day that we moved in here, I took over the kitchen, and then my husband made sure that the bed and everything got set up upstairs, like, Uh because that's that you need those things. You need to have your kitchen. Also, always leave either at the back of the truck or put it in your car with you Mm
0: -hmm. a bag of
1: necessities: your toilet paper, your paper towel, like. Mm All that fun stuff that you know you're going to need the first night there so you don't have to go looking for it. Yes. Because when, when we got here, I was like, I have to pee so bad. And I ran into the bathroom and I was yelling for my husband to grab the toilet paper off the back of the truck because it's like, I need toilet paper. I need to pee.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so glad you mentioned that because that's a list that I have as well. Mm-hmm. It's It's just like, even if you're the most organized person in the world, your stuff is still going to end up in a different place that you packed it into the mm-hmm. truck or whatever you're transporting your things in. And so, yeah, just like Miss D is so beautifully saying, just small but mighty kit <laughs> of your essentials. <laughs> Wipe your ass.
1: Literally. Cutlery. It's-, <laughs> it's also good to have, like you said, a multi purpose cleaner in there too. Uh huh. Because you don't know how the previous re- residents left the place. You know, there's quote unquote standards in your lease that you're supposed to meet when you move out. But that place could be standing that place could be standing empty for a week. Yes. You know, or or longer, because some places will leave things empty for three weeks, not quite a month, but three whole weeks that no one's living there. Yep. Dust, bugs, heat, like a place gets dirty very quickly, even Mm -hmm. if no one's there.
0: Yeah, and especially if it's an older building. Like, you and I have both lived in old places. Oh, yeah. And signs of life that you didn't think existed (laughs) (laughs) within the week of, you know, like, actually, you know, you living there, much Mm -hmm. less several months of it not being used.
1: Uh Uh-huh. Another tip. Another tip that I did not know until I started moving so much Yes. So, for you, those of you who are entering college or just now entering the first few places that you'll be living in,
0: mm-hmm. when you
1: get there, take pictures of everything.
0: Yes. Oh, my take God. Take pictures
1: of the floors, of the carpets, of the countertops, your sinks, your toilets, the walls. Because when you move out, there are some scummy landlords that those are going charge you for everything that might be wrong with the place. And you need to have dedicated proof. Yeah. That you did not leave it that way. It was left like that to you. Mm-hmm. And make sure you note it in your check-in list.
0: Can I tell you a story? Yes. So this wasn't me, but it was a friend of a friend. And they mm-hmm. hired professional cleaners. And so the place was pristine. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened? What happened? Didn't get their security deposit back.
1: Why? Slumlord. Did they like give her a reason, a list? like nope, just didn't get it back. Did she sue them?
0: I think it would would probably be more trouble than it's worth. Mm. um, which I think so many you know companies and private landlords just bank on. So know your right as a tenant is whether you're moving state to state or in state. Know your rights as a tenant because you have them.
1: Mm-hmm. And they're
0: available through your state, uh, like government or city sites. Mm-hmm. Print that shit out because there's also standard forms that should be used, but aren't. Mm. Like, for instance, where's your sa- safety deposit being held? Know the account number. Oh, it's not an account. That's already a problem. You should get interest on that, at least uh, in the state that I live in.
1: That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, so know your business and bring it up because, you know, I think we just tend to trust that landlords will be doing right by us, but that is often not the thing. It's minimum input, maximum output.
1: And here's the thing also with housing the way that it is right now, Mm -hmm. where there are a lot of shitty, shady people out there that are Mm -hmm. buying up houses left and right so that they can rent them out. Yep. I want everyone to give them as much of a fucking headache as possible. I want you to have your rights and I want you to have a lawyer lined up and I want you to tell them if they try to pull this shit, here's my lawyer's contact information. I'll be seeing you in court because let me tell you how fast they will flip their fucking script. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to deal with that. Nobody wants the headache and call their bluff. Give them a court date. Because they will absolutely get that money to you so fast. Yeah, yeah. And also,
0: especially like in your lease agreement, if an emergency came up and you had to move out sooner than, let's say, the lease and the contract, Mm -hmm. what are the stipulations in which you could break that? Can you do a month-to-month basis? Do you have to let them know a month before you move out? So Mm -hmm. like, know this stuff, because then they'll start making up things literally on the spot. Mm Mm-hmm. So know your business and throw it back at them.
1: Absolutely. Especially with, you know, my husband's job and we, we move frequently and sometimes we don't know when we're going to move. And, right. you know, thankfully, it's a little hard to tell someone in his position we can't break the lease. It's like, no, we're breaking the lease and you're not charging me for it because the government told me that I'm moving, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Nice try, but No. And so so sometimes I feel like we're we're almost more of a headache than we're worth. But at the same time, we know our rights and we know what needs to be done. And we're not afraid to stand up to someone and say, you're not fucking charging me for this or I'm getting my money back because you're lying.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And uh, also, if you have pets, what's the agreement there? Do you have to pay like a monthly fee? Because I had fully a landlord that was like, I let you bring in your animals and I said, before I even got one, you, I asked you about any fees that I had to pay and you said Mm -hmm. there was no need. Mm -hmm. So, you know, document that stuff, have it in writing if you can. That's the best evidence. Don't take verbal agreements because those just don't hold up in court, especially if you have to take it to that level. Exactly. So know your business and handle it accordingly. (laughs)
1: Yes, have paper trails. And it's one of those things where a lot of people might be hearing us talk and be like, it can't be that bad. It, not normally. Yeah, I yeah. I feel like not normally, everything, everything typically is in a lease. Mm-hmm. You always make sure you get a copy of your lease and make sure you have it on hand anytime you need to make a decision. Yes, yeah. But, you know, just to be safe because of the environment that America is in right now and because of the housing situation and because of inflation situations, like you need to have your own back because no one else will. Exactly. And also it should
0: be clear cut and stated in writing. What are the landlord's responsibilities? Yes. About like fixing things. Cause like I've had friends, friends of friends that like a very basic fix that could be taken care of within the day had to, you know, follow up for weeks, if not months. Mm -hmm. So, you know, be aware of that stuff. And also, like, don't run out uh, from people who don't make you sign a lease agreement. I knew someone who didn't have to do that, didn't have to put a, a safety deposit down. And guess what? The landlord turned on the heating. This was in the middle of winter. And because nothing was maintained, the pipes caught fire.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah, so everyone had to move out anyway.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah,
0: so it's just like a string of problems for, you know, people living there.
1: If Um, it doesn't look legit, it's not legit. Nope. Follow your instincts. Trust your gut. Absolutely. Trust your gut. And it's, there's nothing wrong with accidentally messing something up. You know, if you move in and maybe you didn't read the lease all the way through, or Mm -hmm. maybe like your friend, they thought it was a good deal, what have you. I mean, those things happen so that you can get a better gut to trust. Yeah.
0: Check in with that gut. Slap it frequently.
1: (laughs) So, you know, if if this is your first time moving or if it's your 16th time moving, because trust me, I know the people who do that. Mm -hmm. We all make mistakes and I don't want anyone to think, oh, my God, I'm so stupid. I can't believe I did this wrong or I can't believe I forgot that. It's okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes we have to forget or not realize to then make sure we never make that mistake again learning love it and then there's s and i out here telling you hey in case you haven't moved or if you have moved before but you're moving again here's all of these tips
0: yeah yeah um because like each move there's always something unplanned that's gonna go wrong <laughs> no matter how you know seasoned you are in the moving I, that's just inevitable. So, prepare the best to your ability and just deal with the rest as it comes along. But mm-hmm. it's always a lesson. I've always certainly learned something.
1: Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I have moved, I have moved probably six times in my life. And I just now found out about clean wrap. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Growth.
1: Love to see it blossoming.
0: I feel like I got to come over and I have to ask you to stand like a mummy so i can make you a cling wrap mummy
1: i don't know if i'll be able to breathe
0: no it would be like an up you know i wouldn't wrap you that tight (laughs) but then like we take turns (laughs) wrapping one another and your husband like just lets us do our thing
1: just he's the emergency contact (laughs) yeah totally
0: totally like (laughs) get the larva out of the cocoon or whatever (laughs)
1: Oh my god, he's like, I got 911 dialed, I just gotta hit call, you guys do your thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, have fun, go to town. Because <laughs> it's, it's very on brand. It's he's so a patient unbrand. guy, he's like a really patient guy.
1: <laughs> he really is, especially with someone like me who is off the walls like at least 60% of the time. I mean, I'll give myself some wiggle room. Uh-huh. But... No, my brain is an enigma, and the thoughts and the ideas I come up with, sometimes he looks at me and goes, I married that. Okay, I made that choice. <laughs>
0: no, that I mean, that's true love. You you have been together for a very long time, married for several years now. I, I feel like it's going to be okay, you know? But shout out <laughs> uh, to Dee's husband. He's great.
1: He's amazing. I love him very much. Yes, yes. But dear S, do you have any more tips or tricks of the trade for moving for our lovely listeners lift with your legs oh my god yes
0: that's the only thing i gotta say lift with your legs wear something non-finicky that you don't mind getting dirty mm-hmm. uh because it's gonna happen absolutely yeah but conserve conserve your back y'all because back and knees first things to go <laughs>
1: my knees have started aching every morning like I get up and they just ache for about an hour and then they're good to go but that's worrisome
0: do you do that thing where you like swing your legs over the side of your bed and just sit there for like five to (laughs) ten minutes questioning your life
1: (laughs) it's like that there's a meme going around it's like every day it's harder for me to stumble out of bed and make it like whatever where it's like uh, what is it stumble through the it's like every morning I'm finding it harder to stumble out of bed and make it to the kitchen and pour myself a cup of ambition I think that's what it is a cup of
0: ambition I love that
1: it's like yeah I'm finding it harder every morning too
0: yeah Dolly she knew she knows (laughs) our lord and savior she knows with the good hair
1: (laughs) with the good hair
0: because it's big
1: it is it hides all of her secrets and I respect that oh my god (laughs) yes we can't get into this we gotta end it okay yeah that was, fine, your, fine. that was your last word I I feel like I gave all of my last my tidbits my last words <laughs> like you're gonna feel <laughs> over my god we will be back next week I promise yeah uh, but anywho <laughs> thank you everyone for listening if you've enjoyed it thus far leave a like a rating subscribe bookmark send us to a friend shout us into the universe that we are cool and worth listening to we greatly appreciate all that you do for us until next week stay alive friends take care everyone and conserve those knees and back